0: All right, grab your Bible, make sure you've got it, check this out. We thought, how cool would it be tonight if me and dad split it up and yeah. we came to you guys together, so how cool is this, right? Sure. Very exciting. So here's what we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, we were we were sharing a little bit about this earlier. One thing we've noticed, a uh, trend taking place with all of the coronavirus news and every. It seems like every couple minutes there's a new breaking news headline yeah. uh, someone else has tested positive someone else is you know struggling and now the numbers are climbing and so if you're not careful what happens is you become consumed with all of the news and all of the updates yeah. and it's wise to be informed that's a good thing we need to be informed so that we can be prepared it is not a good plan to be consumed and obsessed because if you become consumed and obsessed with every single bit of news and negative news and every positive test that comes out, it can really begin to affect the way you think. And it can, it can influence your mind and your thinking to be filled with fear. And fear, listen, <laughs> fear's a part of this world. You can't get away from it. Uh, we understand that. But we have a choice. As believers, we have a choice. And so God has given us some much better options, and that's what we're going to talk about, guarding our hearts and minds.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, you've got to understand there are two sources that are competing right now for your attention. And that's the world and Satan and all this stuff that's going on around us. But then the Lord and the Holy Spirit and the word of God. And so what we've got to do is make a decision, Josh, is is who are we going to listen to? And you know, over in Proverbs 4.23, we were talking earlier, but Solomon, who was full of wisdom says this, "'Keep your heart with all diligence, for out of it spring the issues of life.'" You know, we have to guard our hearts in this time. Oh, yeah. Because you can get the wrong thing in your heart. You know, some people, you know, the devil can't get to my heart. But he can. He can put doubts in your heart. He Mm. can put fear. And whatever you put down in your heart is what's going to happen in your life. Oh, yeah. You know, in Matthew chapter 12, just to show you this, the Lord Jesus is teaching over here. And he says this. He says, In verse 34, Matthew 12, For out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. In other words, whatever you have in abundance, what you have most in your heart is what's going to come out of your mouth. And he says, A good man out of the good treasure of his heart brings forth good things, and an evil man out of the evil treasure brings forth evil things. Well, you know, we were talking earlier about, you know, guarding your heart, and and what are you going to do during this time? And somebody says, well, what's evil? That's cursing. No, no, no. In Numbers 13, the 10 spies came back with an evil report. What was the report? report. Doubt and unbelief. and unbelief. And so what the devil's going to try to do is get you in doubt, unbelief, and fear. Why? Because he'll get you to talking that, and then it'll start producing those realities in your life.
0: Oh, yeah. So what that tells us is this. Right now, a lot of the battle initially right now Mm -hmm. is going to be in your mind. That means your mind is ground zero. It's ground zero for this war. That also tells me that from this point forward, how you live is going to be a direct reflection of how you think, Mm -hmm. right? So, So right now, we've got to be mentally guarding and spiritually guarding our hearts and minds and make sure that we're not allowing all of the negative and all of the scary and all of the awful reports yeah. to just flood our thoughts and consume all of that we receive it can it can very easily take over
1: yeah And, you know, in 3 John 2, just does this thing when you're talking about that. What does John say? Beloved, I pray that above all things you may prosper and be in health, even as your soul prospers. You know, your your success in life is geared towards your spiritual prosperity. What are you thinking? What are you believing? What are you feeding into your spirit? And so if you're going to prosper during this time, you're going to have to control your thoughts. You're going to have to control your believing. If you're going to stay in health and walk in victory... You have to guard your heart. You can't go around here talking. Well, you know, people have this tendency. Well, you know, I know it's out there, and I'll probably be the one that gets it. You know, <laughs> we'll, well, go isolate yourself right now, you know, because if you're going to have what you say, that's not what you want. It's not so you got to feed the word in there so that you stand up and say, you know what? I'm going to stand on the word, and the word's going to get me through this thing.
0: That's right. Um God wants you thinking clearly right now. Mm-hmm. He wants you guarding your heart and your mind. That's why we have the breastplate of righteousness, which is a part of the armor of God that Paul teaches yeah. about in Ephesians. And we also have the helmet of salvation. He wants us He wants us thinking clearly and mm-hmm. putting our trust and our hope and our salvation in Jesus Christ as our source. Yeah. He's our Savior. He saves us. He, t- he takes care of us. And so this is very careful. I, I was, reading through, was reading through 2 Corinthians 10. I'm going to share this scripture with you. Mm-hmm. Verses 3 through five, Second ten, uh, second Corinthians 10, 3 through 5. For though we live in a world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not the weapons of the world. On contrary, they have divine power. That divine power, that's the word dunamis, very popular word. It's explosive, dynamic power from God to demolish strongholds. And we demolish every argument, pretension that self, self uh, excuse me, sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And then, here's our instruction. Take Captive, captive, every thought to make it obedient to Christ. So, so that tells me something, that our thoughts, our, excuse me, our lives are going to always move in the direction of our strongest thought. So right now, if the thought that is dominating the way you are thinking is filled with fear, yeah. is filled with concern, and filled yeah. with worry, and filled with what ifs, then guess what? You're going to live your life and behave in a way that follows that. You're going to be moving towards that direction. And let me tell you something. Fear is destructive. It just it will absolutely wreck you. And in this time where we're isolated and the social distancing and all that's taken place, do not give the enemy another inch. Don't let him in any other way influence your life. Don't give in to this fear. Guard this.
1: Yeah. And, you know, fear has torment. Yeah. Yeah. So you'll sit around tormenting yourself fearful, uh, anxious, oh, worried, yeah. rain, your hands, talking the wrong thing. And you know what? You're just playing right into the enemy's hands. You know, going right along with, you said there about our weapons in Romans 12 and verse two, he says, and do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind yep. that you may prove what is the good, acceptable and perfect will of God. That word conformed there means outward conformity. Right. Means what you think, your actions, what you deal. You know, right now, as believers, we should not be acting like the rest of the world who nope. doesn't know God. That's right. We should be a light shining in the darks. We should be a positive voice. We should be a, someone filled with faith. But to do that, and you know, over in Proverbs 4, we talked about when we started for verse 23. Yeah. Well, if you go back to verse 20, he says, give attention to the word. Incline your ear to my sayings. Let them not depart from before your eyes. Keep them in the midst of your heart for their life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. Yeah. So what's he saying? Give your attention to God's word, not to all this stuff you're hearing on TV. Now, that doesn't mean we, we ignore that.
0: Right. But it means
1: our attention is this. We're going to make this first,
0: not that. So here's the deal. Um, we understand that. We understand this. We can't control what happens to us right now. You might be in a workplace or an environment where someone you know will actually be tested for this. Mm -hmm. So how are you going to represent the word of God to everyone else in that situation? Are you going to allow the fear to overtake you and you're going to fall in line with everybody else and their fears? Or are you going to allow the word of God to come out that's in your heart, to come out of your mouth and make a difference? Make a difference and bring peace and bring faith and Mm -hmm. bring calm and bring hope because that's on you. That's on me. We all have a choice in this matter right now. And it's very, very important. So we can't control what's taking place right now. The virus is out there. Oh, no, I get it. And I'm not trying to diminish anything, but I can control how I frame my thinking. Yeah. How we choose to frame the way we think makes all the difference in the world. And so listen, we're not going to have a positive life. We're not going to have anything positive in our life with a negative mind. That's right. So choose right now, I am not going to let my mind be controlled by the fear. I'm going to allow my mind to be filled with The thoughts of God's word and trusting in who he is, what he has promised. So that way, when I'm in a position where other people are afraid, I can bring strength to them and peace to them.
1: And that's what we're here for. You know, as a believer, we should be the voice that's That's speaking out right now. This is a great time for us as a church. We can go to the world where we're around We can be a voice of calm. We can be a voice of hope. You know, we've told Josh in in Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. What's he say? He says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for. Well, you know, that means hope. It means I'm anticipating God to do something. Well, if you're in mentally and emotionally and physically and spiritually expecting God to do something for you, then it ought to be driving you to release your faith to get that. In other words, I'm believing God to stay healed and be a blessing to other people. That's my hope. And therefore, I'm going to use my my faith to bring that in you know at the same time we're talking about fear fear uh, gives substance to the things that you're you know concerned about that you're hearing yeah. negative yeah. and all this stuff and so fear feeds off of the world right. but faith feeds off of the things that God has promised us
0: amen so here's a great example the apostle Paul the apostle Paul had a dream He wanted to be this amazing preacher to Rome. Mm -hmm. And instead of becoming this great preacher to Rome, he became a prisoner in Rome. He ended up in Rome, just not in the way he had hoped for. And so he had these great dreams. He had this great plan. But instead, he ends up in prison. Um, He he had told us all these things he wanted to accomplish and all this. And he ends up. So I I was looking through Scripture, and this is what the Bible says. It's Philippians chapter 1, by the way, Philippians 1, verses 12 and 13. This is what Paul could have said. Now, this is not the actual translation. This is what he could have said. Now, I want you all to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me since I'm in prison now really stinks. And because of all the mess I've been going through, I'm done. I'm out. I'm isolating myself. I'm going to be afraid. I'm never going back to church when it does open. This is what I'm doing now. That's Philippians 1:12 and 13 in the New winer's
1: the reverse standard. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it's awful.
0: You know, and 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 so yeah, you could you can choose right now to fuss and complain I'm stuck in the house, you know. Now the governor's saying everybody's got to stay stay away from work, which some of y'all are pumped over that one. You don't want to lose the money. But you're going to enjoy the time. Um, Paul could have been fussing. He could have been like, you know, the food's horrible. There's rats. You know, I've got a guard and he clearly doesn't know what deodorant is. Uh, you know, I'd rather be executed. I, I hate my life right now. He could, have, he could have fallen right into that trap. But instead, this is what he said in Philippians 1. He said, now, I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually happened in order to serve Watch to advance the gospel. Yeah. And as a result, it has become clear throughout the whole palace guard and to everyone else that I am in chains for Jesus Christ. So what everybody else would frame as bad, yeah. Paul, because of the way he chose to think, said, mm-hmm. I'm going to find a way to glorify God and see it as good. So he was chained. You remember this, day? He was chained to a Roman uh, mm-hmm. soldier. Yeah. And it, what, changed like every eight hours? Yeah. I think? Yeah. Every eight hours. And so instead of him seeing himself as chained, he saw it as an opportunity to share his faith.
1: Absolutely. He stayed, you know, Paul did that throughout his entire life. But you know yep. what? You go on over in the, the, the last chapter of Philippians, and Paul said, I learned right. how to be abased. I learned, learned how to abound. In other words, Paul <laughs> had to grow up. He had to learn how to deal with hard times. And, you know, we as Christians, we can't bear head in the sense of, well, I hope it doesn't come near me. Right. You may go through some hard times, yep. you know. And this same apostle while he was teaching, I, you know, his instruction to us. He writes to Timothy in Second Timothy chapter two, and he says this: You therefore must endure hardship as a good soldier of Jesus Christ. No. You know, the, he's not saying you're you're not going to have problems. He says you have to learn how to endure as a good soldier, not a complaining, whining, why me soldier, yeah. but a soldier with a good attitude. That's right. Think you're right. And then he says this, no one engaged in warfare entangles himself with the affairs of this life that he may please him who entrusted him or enlisted him as a soldier. You know what he's saying? He's saying, don't let all this negativism determine who you are. That's right. you, you, you were enlisted into the kingdom of God by the Lord Jesus himself. He's clothed you. He's armed you. He's given you his authority, his power. His grace is there. He said, he never leave us nor forsake us. So he's saying, get your attitude right and realize, yeah, I don't like what we're doing. I don't like what's going on. Yeah. I don't like all this stuff right now. You know, there are a lot more things that would be much better, you know. definitely. But this is the thing. We have to make up our mind, how are we going to get through this? I'm going to do what Paul said through the anointing of the Holy Spirit. I'm going to endure this as a good soldier Amen. of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's good.
0: That's yeah. good. Um, so... Here's where here's where I'm at with this. You have a choice. You have a choice in this matter. And I'm going to encourage you to find a way to stay thankful. Yeah. I know that that makes absolutely no sense at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, why in the world would we be thankful at a time like this where... You know, I've got no NCAA tournament. That's what I should be doing. I should be watching basketball games and, and all that. Um, I can't go to restaurants. I can only go through drive-thrus. I can't go to the gym anymore. And all the things that are going on, people are getting sick and left and right and all the fear. I'm going to find a way to stay thankful. Let me tell you a quick story. You're going to laugh at this. I hope you're going to laugh at this. So there was a young woman, college student, uh, 19 years old. She calls her parents. She's like, listen, i got some bad news, but I need to tell you in person. Like, Okay. She shows up at the house and she's like, all right, so I went out one night. I shouldn't have been out. I was at a bar. I met a guy. I had been drinking. It was not good. We hooked up. Uh, I don't want to explain to you what hooked up means. If you don't know, you can Google it after this service. Um, She ends up telling her parents, so listen, I ended up pregnant. Um, Also, it's twins. But don't worry. After he's through with his probation in a year, he's going to come in and move in with us. Of course, the parents are flipping out. And she says, she waits until they take a moment, and she says, by the way, none of that is true. I just got a D in my chemistry class. The parents were like, oh, why did you do that to us? You know, they're flipping out. And so in that moment, geez, this was a terrible way to do it and get, a, get, get this across. But in that moment, they were actually thankful for what didn't happen. They still found a way to be thankful. Now, here's my, here's my, here's my <laughs> challenge to you. You've got to find a way to be thankful. All right? What is it? First Thess- Thessalonians 5, Paul says, be thankful in All circumstances. Not for
1: that's right.
0: But in all circumstances. So find a way to be thankful no matter what. Because God is still on the throne, God is still good. Amen. The D was a lot better than the other. (laughs) D was a lot better. So D's not good. And we're not trying to minimize all that we're going through. We understand the seriousness of this. We understand that nothing none of this is good. But listen. You've got to stay thankful and you've got to stay grateful and guard your heart and mind. Don't let it dominate you.
1: You do. And, you know, we didn't come up with this. David did. did. David said, let everything that has breath praise Praise ye the Lord. Lord. That's where he finishes out all the Psalms. That's the last thing he tells everybody. And you know what? We've seen praise God inhabits the praise of his people. And so right now challenge yourself get in the word of god spend time in prayer have family time be a voice of of something that's positive and good to others that are around you face this it with with a realization that it is a real struggle it's a real warfare but we've got the greater one on the inside of us and we can make it through this but not just us we can help others around right. us make it through. Exactly this right. this, Pastor, this, can be a time for families to unite together, uh, moms and dads and kids to have prayer time together. This can be all kinds of great things. We could yeah. see a great revival break loose out of this if we will do what you're saying right now. Exactly Good attitude. Right. Put Jesus first and, and walk through this thing.
0: So here's, here's what I'm going to do. Now... Um, For the live streaming and all the different options, we've got live.nlcwv.com. We've got our Facebook Live. We have moderators uh, who are leaders in our church, staff and pastors and elders who are going to be there to help you. If you have any questions or prayers or concerns, just uh, enter it on there, or you can send them direct messages. They've already been on there letting you know who they are, and we want you to know about that. But I'm going to issue a challenge for everybody when this service ends tonight, and that is this take just 30 seconds and instead of sharing, and we've been all sharing hilarious memes because laughter is like medicine and I'm going to continue to do it because it makes me laugh, But take 30 seconds and think of something to be grateful for and then share it on your social media or send a text to someone or call someone. But find a reason to be thankful and give God some glory. Let's flood Facebook and let's flood Instagram with stories and with images of, of just being grateful for the goodness of God. That is my challenge to you right here right now so that we can continue to mm-hmm. shape our minds and instead of letting fear take over we're going to stay focused on the goodness of God. Again, I'm not passive. I'm not passively just receiving all of these circumstances that are happening right. and letting them change me. I am going to be actively, actively filtering everything through this word. Yeah. And and through God's spirit so that way I can keep my mind and my heart guarded in Jesus name. Dad, would you take a moment and just Take, uh, say a prayer over everybody tonight who's watching. And if you, it just, I'm going to encourage you, everybody who's home, all of our new life family, and anybody who's joining in, just close your eyes, bow your heads, and really allow the presence of God and uh, the anointing of God to hit your home in Jesus' name. Amen. The Spirit knows no
1: distance, so mm-hmm. let's pray. Father, we thank you now and praise you for your goodness and mercy. Lord, you said you would never leave us nor forsake us so that we could boldly say the Lord is our helper and we will not fear. And Lord, we just thank you right now for your peace. That passes all understanding coming down upon each and every person that's watching right now. Every person that's listening right now. Lord, we just believe you that you are the God that lifts up a standard against the enemy. And we just claim right now that you pour out your spirit. That, Lord, you are our source. You are our strength. Lord, we believe you to give us boldness and courage. And we just pray healing. We pray provision, we pray peace, we, we just pray your protection over every person that's watching right now. We thank you, Lord God, that you turn what the enemy's meant for bad to our good, and you'll be glorified throughout this entire time. So if we just believe we receive it now, and we give you all the praise. In Jesus' name, Amen. amen.